Hi, I am uh, Don. And I'm Bo. And last time uh, Shavat got attacked, uh, Maria killed her dad, or rather saved him from the man-machine interface with Fox News he had become. Right, saved him from the uh, limbo he, of Fox News. Yeah, if you, uh, if, you, if you see someone who's just sitting in front of the couch watching Fox News all day, you need to get him out of the house, find him a hobby. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it'll brought your brain. You'll be like us, you know, talking about communist Cuba for no reason. <laughs> Elian Gonzalez. Except we well, speak of communist Cuba as though, as though they are human beings, which they are. Whereas yeah, like, you know, like, I have Fox my, News look, people. I have my policy them. differences with Elian Gonzalez, but I respect him. In all, a way, I mean, in all honesty, I respect the hell out of him. Yeah, he like, probably supports yeah. coal, but, you know, I can look past that. <laughs> Yeah, the well, um oh yeah that's right I mean, the, uh, like look Elian Gonzalez look Elian Gonzalez there's a place for market <laughs> forces it kills coal <laughs> <laughs> capitalism the coal killer <laughs> it's what got <laughs> only communism can save coal which is why it has to be stamped out <laughs> I'm sorry. Right out, right out of the gate, right out of the gate, just like uh, you know, just high flying. <laughs> this podcast also high flying. We are ready to rumble. Ready to. <laughs> oh, I. Ready to. It's, it's beautiful. Like we we cut we we cut the pod last podcast a little short, admittedly. But how do you go beyond <laughs> ready to rumble? And how do you? How better do you ca- cap Choo Choo's big moment than with the Choo Choo orgy? That's why Hemingway offed himself. He saw into the future and he saw that dialogue written, and he was like, "Why? Why am I? Why am I writing?" Like, I know for whom the bell tolls. <laughs> it tolls for me because I am ready to roll. <laughs> <I am> ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, like you know, from who the, from whom the bell tolls, the fascists are coming up the road. You got to blow up this bridge. Are you ready for your sacrifice? <laughs> I am ready to rumble. Just insert that line into every dramatic moment from here on out. Um, mm-hmm. Especially Hemingway. Okay. Uh, Choo Choo is kind. She is now in the party. You can mm-hmm. use her. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say it again. I'm you can, not. Uh, <laughs> she's always ready to rumble. Um, and you know you need you all the help boy. you can. Uh, yeah, this, this uh, is like the uh, it's like this is like the opening, like you know, the opening theme for all '80s movies, where it's like a synth track that's obviously ripped off something else, mm-hmm. but they get around that by just using one part of it, mm-hmm. and they and, and you can tell that it's just on repeat. <laughs> 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 it's not Star Wars, uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's actually start this thing. Uh, okay, so we can fly. We have the mm-hmm. Yggdrasil. It's a flying battleship. And the world map is ours again. Unfortunately, we have a very, very short specific, time a very specific target. Nissan is being attacked by Ave soldiers. They're trying to get an Omni gear, which sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. We can't let them have that. Um, uh, Ronnie Fatima used it. Yep. Uh, Rod, uh, Bart's ancestor. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the Nissan is full of Ave soldiers, and these are the same dudes that you beat up at level ten with you know limiters on mm-hmm. your genes. You are now not level ten. You are also no longer limited by your genes. You mm-hmm. have, you are woke. 
<laughs> you are pretty. You, you are you are the apex of the social justice warrior. Yes, now. you are ready to rumble. <laughs> <laughs> the civilians have apparently all hidden somewhere. Bart thinks they might have made it out. Sigurd says Margie is holding up about as well as can be expected. Apparently, she's here too. Um, she's not on the ship. I'm actually not sure where she is, but she's apparently with Sigurd and safe. Yeah. Faye's master plan is to like do the Batman thing with all with all your selected party on top of a house, yeah, and then jump right into the middle of a bunch of bad guys and just use kung fu, which works, of course. And of course, Faye is actually really pleased the plan actually worked. Billy's probably a little bit unused just charging in and shooting everyone. That's not a mutant, you know, like you know, apart from mutants anyway. Uh huh. But he's coming along all he's right. He's coming along nicely, yeah. Uh, something ominous is starting to happen. The game is starting to more and more just tell you what's happening like a podcast. You're being you're not experiencing it firsthand at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's, it's less it's, of a game and more like this. Something yeah. lame like this. <laughs> and there's a very good reason for that. It's because let's just, you know, let's just, you know, say it. let's just give prayers and hope the game's not feeling too sick or underfunded or anything. Right. Um, Squaresoft, uh, this was 1998, and uh, there was something just around the corner that was taking a whole lot of money. I think it was like Final Fantasy VIII or NAFTA. something like that. <laughs> 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 Ross Perot. <laughs> you now tried listen, to warn We got Final Fantasy VIII coming out next year, and you keep wanting to put money in this Xeno goo? I don't understand. Look, <laughs> we, we think Ross Perot gave Bernie Sanders that ridiculous sword because... Bernie was uh, really good on military bills during that time. Real, real champion for Gulf War vets. Uh huh. But the, let's be fair; they they both were really upset that Xeno Gears was <laughs> destroyed by NAFTA. <laughs> and that's where the sword comes in. Doesn't that make a whole lot more sense? It, it, you know, Saiton just got a sword. What's sad is it really does make a whole lot more sense. Yeah, Bernie Sanders' wife says, "Here, take this sword. You might need it <laughs> to unleash the the great Omni Gear." <laughs> Uh. Uh. Anyway, Margie uh, appears on screen finally. She finds a nun in a hospital, and the party meets up there. Uh, the nun says she is fine. Sigurd says that Bart's troops, which we haven't seen but are can assume are there, mm-hmm. uh, have not found any residents. But this leads to a rather joyful bit of trans- uh, translation. Uh, it's a little awkward. I'm just going to quote the uh, nurse, or the nun, rather. The nun nurse, they're often the same. Um, Let's see, quote, Earlier, after everyone came out, more than half the residents fled Nissan. (laughs) (laughs) So I hear that, and my sick, demented brain, like, okay, half the residents of this town just came out as gay, (laughs) and the other half left. (laughs) They've been infected with Fox News, too. They're like, I'm not living in no town with no gay people. After that, Shakan's position in the country was compromised. (laughs) So he didn't care about reputation anymore and attacked. Okay, this is about as convoluted as our world is, actually. Right. So basically, everyone became refugees because war sucks, and Shakan doubled down on war and patriotism. But it's a lot funnier to think that half the population of Nissan and Ave just announced they were gay, which caused absolute chaos and brought down the system. Be gay, do crimes. Be gay, do crimes. That's what we're trying to tell you. 
anyway, the uh, residents are, in fact, safe in a mausoleum, the mausoleum of kings and queens. And Shikan is kind of using them as, like, human shields because he is after the Fatima treasure. Uh, Bart's like, oh, yeah, Dad stashed a bunch of shit here in this neutral country, come to think of it. <laughs> he even mentioned it in that will that <laughs> of his that announced that I succeed him. Fortunately, you need two Fatima Jaspers, which are the eyes of someone in the royal line, to access the treasure. And he ain't got anything like that. <laughs> the nurse says, oh, he has a plan for that. He's going to carve out your dead mom's eyes, Bart. The civilians are being used as human shields to keep you from doing anything about it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Shaq. This is going to like, I mean, this is, this is the path we're on in this game now. Uh, Saiten is actually incredibly interested in this. <laughs> like everyone, else, like it's one of those things where you, like you know that. Um, oh God, I can't remember. I I don't remember what the gift was. It might have been Survivor. Survivor, where there is like one frat boy and a bunch of girls in bikinis. The girls in bikinis are all recoiling in terror at something that you can't see on the screen, but the frat boy is just grinning. <laughs> That's Saiten. <laughs> He's gonna carve out your dead mom's eyes. Huh? <laughs> That's well. cool. <laughs> um, Saiten doesn't exactly understand what the Fatima Jasper is, and I can't blame him because a family retinal pattern sounds like it requires a lot of incest to maintain. Right. In fact, Bart inherited the Fatima surname from his father. Why would his mother also have Fatima Jasper eyes? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. There's actually an explanation for that. Uh, Bart says no one has ever used it. It's not to be used for minor conflicts. The doors are to be opened only when the kingdom is truly in danger. So neither I nor my father nor my grandfather nor my great grandfather have ever used it. Apparently the government getting overthrown and your entire <laughs> family being executed was not cause enough. <laughs> It, 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 you know what? It ain't extreme enough. No, no. Wait a minute. Are they? <laughs> to be fair, Bart was like seven when that happened, so he couldn't go <laughs> pilot some Omni what's some shit on that at that age. And then he got into the whole piracy business, and that was fun. So. Yeah, so what? Yep. Uh, Sigurd has a plan. Seeing as Ave has parked its entire army in Nissan, maybe we can try a third time to retake the capital. <laughs> I mean, last time... like Third si time's the charm. Yeah, third time's the charm. Saiten agrees. Last time, Bart got his own ship dropped on his face, and Faye wound up in a gulag. But honestly, that's already happened once. <laughs> what are the odds of it happening again? <laughs> it's kind of a lottery lightning strike kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, so... They, uh, so they, won't be, they won't expect it a third time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, now, this is Saiten's plan to go off to Bodavik to capture the presumably unguarded capital. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, Saiten is going to go do that. Mm -hmm. uh, Bart and Faye, and in fact, anyone else but Saiten can be taken to the mausoleum to get the Omni gear. Mm -hmm. um, Saiten says, two Solarians sticking it to the man. You know, him and Sigurd going oh, to yeah. fight the Solarians. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, just in case you haven't figured out. Right, that they're Solarians. They're Solarians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, never mind that he just established that the Ave mission is essentially a cakewalk. Right. Uh, Margie is also going with Bart because, damn it, tearing out mom's eyes is kind of messed up. Right. Um, anyway, 
you're going into a dungeon, which means you know to, you need to go to a shop. Fortunately, Nissan's vendors the Nissan's vendors have all skipped town because of the great coming out of '99. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but fake, but Faye is confident that you can just resort to the honor system. You know, you you give you leave money on the table, and you take the drive unit for a gear <laughs> that only suits your gear. Mm-hmm. And of course, Faye's honor system works both ways. So he can just leave like bloodstained rods and whips, <laughs> some used shoes, some month old hob meat, a rusted pair of pistols, and some monster eyeballs. Anything you don't want in your inventory and take money out of their cash <laughs> register for your assumed, for their assumed value. I, 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 I love it. <laughs> I love it too. It's fantastic. Uh, the party goes into this secret dungeon, but they're barred by a mysterious gate. Margie knows exactly where the controls are, but you can have Bart try to remember. Uh, but if you give up on the game, like a little pixel hunt, Margie will do it for you. Uh, you then fight your way through a bunch of Ave soldiers, liberate the residents, and they rejoice that Bart has come to rescue them from this secret lair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The party confirms that Bart's mom's coffin has not been touched. Mm-hmm. In fact, no one's even seen Shaggin'. He's not here, apparently. The, uh. the people praise Bart and cry out for revolution within reason. <laughs> Mar- Margie takes the party further, explaining that only minimal power is being allocated to the lower levels of this facility. Bart and Margie each lend an eye to the retinal scanner to unlock the Omnigear. Anvari, which looks exactly like Brigandir. Um... It's uh, unfortunately it's just not responding. Faye, however, so did they not get his mom's eyes? No, she's just that. Uh, Shacken didn't even bother with it. So Bart and Margie just used their eyes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, interestingly, Faye is taking point on this, talking about drive units and such for an Omni Gear. Like he's just mm. he's he's the one dropping techno babble now. Mm. I guess he's just a quick study. Uh, Bart, Must be. Yeah, Bart. Can't be any more to that story. Yeah, uh, Bart reads an inscription from his ancestors, telling him to use this in times of great calamity. Unfortunately, they're still not able to activate it. He finds a control room nearby and starts pounding on the keyboard. <laughs> the files are inside the computer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this random pounding causes a mysterious silvery floating thing to erupt from the ground and float in the air. So apparently the party is now in a floating fortress and it's making a powering up sound and it launches a devastating beam that flies off into the horizon. Mm. The entire the entire party starts yelling at Bart because he probably just killed a continent somewhere. <laughs> Faye asks, like, dude, what did you just press? And Bart says, I just pressed the victory button for our new airbase. <laughs> <laughs> Let's kick back a few bar wires, boy. <laughs> Hell yeah. God, I love Bart. Okay, here's his monologue. Here's Bart's monologue, his exact monologue following this. Well, isn't it way cool? It floats from the Fatima Jasper. I call it Fort Jasper. And you'll be able to see it from far off. I'm sure that last beam cannon could reach it. (laughs) Well, I guess I wanted to show you all its greatness. Have you ever seen such a cannon? And don't mix it up with Vanderkrom's pea shooter. This one's many times more powerful and many times more refined. 
And all that's after all, that's why my ancestors used it for generations to guard the treasure. Yeah, this is the real thing. And don't you forget it. Now, as I was saying, I haven't fouled up yet. <laughs> so let's go get this treasure and go home. But first we have to open that door in the dome. I don't think the switch on this control panel will do it, though. <laughs> he hasn't fouled up yet. And to his credit, we do have a giant floating fortress. By the way, this fortress, um, it's like a little top, a little silver top yeah. with a little beam, mm -hmm. like a little Death Star beam. We've seen this before. The opening cutscene. There were lots of them. Mm -hmm. It was a minor turbo laser on a Death Star of that ship yep. in the opening cutscene. Yep. It was one of those. Yep. And it's a world-ending thing yep. on the ground. <laughs> yeah. So that's... The, the, it's all coming together. Yeah. It's all coming together. I love those little details. I, I love do too. everything I love about it. this game. Uh, Bart eventually does get the dome open to allow the Omnigear to leave. However, uh, at that very moment, Shotgun shows up to take the gear. Playing the long game. Turns out he tricked Bart into opening the door for him. I guess you could presumably say Shotgun's like, dude, you really th your mom's eyes have probably deteriorated way too much by now. Um, <laughs> I needed you to do open it for me. Uh, Shotgun does have a monologue ready. Uh, Bart's angry that he's been made a fool of again. Shotgun says, there's more to the ethos than you would know. We're not a single unit. We each have an agenda. We have no need to defeat just to admit defeat just because the headquarters is gone. I have my own motives, and it is for them that I use Ave and Gebler. Now the treasure is mine. I suggest you retreat. Faye and Bart are now surrounded by Ave soldiers in a cutscene, which means it's actually deadly. Mm -hmm. uh, Margie, however, manages to escape. In the midst of this cutscene, Saiten and Sigurd now show up. The capital has apparently been captured, and the butler has been put in charge, which is good decision-making, actually. <laughs> Excellent decision-making. Uh, Shaken uh, goes after Margie and to attempt to uh, gain control of the Omnigear. Uh, Bart has been locked out of the room, and he only has one eye. So without Margie, he can't open it up um, to get back to the Omnigear. Um, Sigurd, however, steps up, and he has a, a Jasper, a, a Fatima Jasper. He says no time to explain. <laughs> of course not. So they open the door. Shacken is frustrated that his minions have been unable to capture Margie. So she's like having a home alone adventure right now. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe more like a <laughs> Benny Hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I just like the <laughs> I like the idea of this is this is my omni gear. I have to defend it. <laughs> like Shacken tries to step into the control room. He steps He flies off. Oh, that girl is so dead. <laughs> right in the uh, schnoz. <laughs> I am ready to rumble, baby. <laughs> that was the sound of a choo-choo. <laughs> Flying down the stairs. <laughs> Uh, so he's really frustrated. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's beside himself. <laughs> she's a uh, Margie has apparently barricaded herself in the Omni Gear, and she's managing to move it slightly. Ooh. Ooh. However, she can't. She. However, in this process, Margie has been shot. So this whole time, she's been evading capture with a gunshot wound. Mm. Awesome little girl. <laughs> I'm so brave. She's been holding off an army with a gunshot wound for five minutes. So brave. Turns out the Omnigear only works via direct neural control. No sticks. It's an automatic. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, Bart has to get used to Anvari, and, um, but he does. 
uh, he, he he managed to, to get his neural pathway linked up, and Anvardi beats the hell out of Shacken and forces him to retreat in this weird ball gear. Yeah. It's like a rolly thingy. Yeah. And we never see Brigandier again <laughs> because there's a better version of it. Right. Scram. <clears throat> yep. Margie receives first aid for her wound. Uh, Bart remarks that it's weird how his new gear looks exactly like his old one and also uses whips just like him. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's a, just a genetic trait. <laughs> I suppose so. Saiten <laughs> uh, has another explanation. Perhaps the controls, output, and weapons are similar and adjust to the strength of the pilot's mental waves. If so, the pilot must be skilled at mentally merging with the gear to gain its true power. Margaret was... Uh, able to move the gear through her strong desire to help you. It was her strength that moved it. Do not be discouraged. We know that these Omni-Gears were used in the battle between land and Solaris. Even now, the Ethos and Solaris are actively seeking the Omni-Gears. At least, this one did not fall into their hands. Eventually, you will be able to unleash its power. Let us hope you use it for the right reasons. So, Marty's in the hospital, and Sigurd reports that Shacken's gear forces attempted to retake Vladavik, but I've now turned around and are heading this way instead. Actually, not to Nissan. They're going to a cave west of Nissan, actually. A cave big enough for a gear. Apparently, there's some kind of building inside it. Saiten says, hey, it's one of those mystery gates we've been looking for. What luck? (laughs) (laughs) How I'd like to see it. But, you know, there's two other gates. I'd I'd love to see this gate. But there's two other gates. I don't need to accompany you to this gate. There's other oppor- There will be other opportunities for me. Margie has a gunshot wound, and I am a doctor, so I'm not going with you. So noble of him to yeah. always... Yeah. You know, he doesn't care about the adventure or danger. He's or really good at shirking <laughs> combat duty. So I've got glasses. You wouldn't <laughs> hit a man with glasses, would you? <laughs> so Faye and Bart uh, go and confront Shacken inside this cave. Mm-hmm. And they're and he's right next to a generator mm-hmm. for this uh, shield that Solaris has up. Shacken explains that he was put in charge of protecting this gate, but then he started to experiment on it. He's going to use its power to free himself from Solaris and uh, become like ruler of the land dwellers or something through his superior technology. Mm. And his gear sends out this tiny extension cord. <laughs> To literally plug into a gate socket to charge himself up. Unfortunately, he didn't realize that Solaris uses a different output, and he didn't bring an adapter. Didn't have the right gauge on the extension cord. No, no. Yep, that'll... (laughs) So he's just, like, impotently... Yep. He's impotently plugging himself in and out of this outlet, and Bart's like, dude, did you mess up? If my father knew I was set up like a jerk like this, he'd turn in his grave. (laughs) Uh... Fortunately for Shaq, and someone heard him mention the word power. <laughs> <laughs> so we haven't seen this guy yeah, in a while. He All just, right, like, <laughs> he's come back around. Droth, the seeker of power, shows up, and power's shocking up, <laughs> and now he can finally draw power from the gate, and that constantly heals him. However, as long as he's plugged in, he can't actually reach you to attack. Because he like strains against his out his little extension cord right. and falls back, um, <laughs> so he <laughs> so he gets wrecked. Bart tells Shocken that he you know if Shocken had just asked Bart to become leader of Ave <laughs> instead, bro, if you would have just asked, man, he like, probably would have taken him up on it because Bart does not want to be king. 
like, it's so harsh, bro. Like, if you would have just been cool, like, yeah. we could have been cool, man. Yeah. Uh, so Shockin dies crying in frustration. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Set two of the notes. <laughs> Mind you, Zetogears are so convoluted. This is the first podcast we've had to use notes for. Absolutely. I can't yeah. keep, you can't keep track of it all. No. So Shockin is dead. The gate exploded, and hey, that's actually, we accidentally just achieved a third of our goal. Which is pretty much how this party has been coming along this whole time. Just got bumbled into it. They are literally destroying a centuries-long plot of secrecy and clandestine planning by Scooby-Dooing their way this whole thing. Like, imagine uh, you act like... You run off the road and you crash into a shed, which collapses, and then like a beam of light shoots up into the sky, and uh, half the people on the planet are revealed as reptile people. <laughs> that's, okay. that's what just happened. That's, that's pretty much what just happened. The lizard, the lizard conspiracy is real, and it was undone because the shack was blown up. <laughs> Your days are numbered, Killery. <laughs> uh. So, uh, more importantly than the gate, that this ancient, omni-powerful omni secret gate that you found by accident, more importantly than that, Bart can now ascend the throne. Absolutely. He, and he Faye, doesn't want to, but... Yeah, he and Faye affirm their friendship on the balcony, like, hey, you're going to be here for me, right? I'm about to... This is going to be awkward for me. He makes a dramatic speech. That's a little awkward, but it's dramatic. Mm-hmm. This is Bartholomew Fatima, the 19th king of Ave, son of Edbart Fatima IV, the 18th king of uh, king of ave <laughs> first one must apologize for the trouble caused by one's unavoidably lengthy absence from the palace one especially wants to give condolences to those who lost family in the war with kislev one will immediately call a truce with kislev and begin reparations to the victims of both countries libtard hey <laughs> 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 we go over there we tore it down just to build it up again and then they take all our jobs yeah. What's that uh, VCR say? Made in Kislev. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all citizens drafted as soldiers will immediately be allowed to return home. Oh, yeah. Oh, my no, God. Uh, just yeah. You're just inviting them over here. Yeah, you're yeah. just inviting them. Let us work together towards the rebuilding of up together. <laughs> this is an individual. Uh, I don't know if this is... Hell, if I would have known Kislev yeah. was going to come <laughs> over and take all our jobs, I'd have shot Schroeder in the wars, boys. <laughs> know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, then Bart <laughs> announces a declaration from the will of Edbart IV, who wished only for peace. Bartholomew Fatima, the 19th king of Ave, does hereby declare that from this day forward he shall abandon the monarchy and create a republic. Now, honestly, a bunch of peasants are probably cheering the end of the war than a republic they probably don't understand. <laughs> Right. But still probably good news. Right. Uh, Sigurd, however, is quite perturbed, as is the butler. They're like, hey, this is, you can't just immediately set up a republic. We probably need a transitional period unless you're willing to just, like, set up Soviets for workers, <laughs> which I don't think you're willing to do. So you should probably stick around as, like, a transitional figure during this process. So Bart like, is still uh, the he's still the nominal leader of Ave. <laughs> what a drag, man! But he still gets to hang out with you and be Sky Pirate. Now later in Vanderkrom's old room in the palace, Butler explains Sigurd's origins. It was a long time ago when His Majesty and I were still young, long before His Majesty knew my young master's mother. 
His Majesty was in love with a certain girl from a small religious sect east of Ave. The sect was quite different from Nassan and the Ethos. Okay, so we'll never hear about that again. <laughs> <laughs> there are, in fact, other religions. She was very beautiful. This mysterious woman left Bart's dad high and dry, and um, Sigurd hails from Ave's eastern desert, which would be east of Nissan. Right. And uh, at the age of 10, Sigurd shows up and was assigned as a squire to King Edbart. Sigurd tells Bart that his mother died when he was very young. She hid his heritage for a reason unknown. Turns out Edbart knew anyway because Bart was supposed to share his inheritance with his brother in the will. So they are brothers. Um, <laughs> I, I imagine Bart was kind of confused by that when he first read the will. Like, I, I, I thought he just meant bro or something. <laughs> I, mean, I thought he just meant whoever shared a bar wise yeah. with me when I was reading the daggum will, man. I was, Hell yeah, brother. I, I was half ready to sp- split the loot with Faye or Hammer. But yeah. <laughs> okay, I guess you. You're my bro. <laughs> The next morning, um, Bart holds a war council. Ave is back. Kislev is at peace. And one of the Solaris gates is down. We've got to get the other two, but we only know where one of them is. And you can't. It's inaccessible. Yeah. You can't get to Ethos HQ. No one has bothered to say why. It's just. It's just. You can't get to it. You can't get to it. Apparently, it's buried deep beneath Ethos headquarters. And despite the fact that we literally have an entire industry dedicated to excavating... (laughs) Beers. That was that was headquartered there. That was headquartered there. <laughs> uh, Choo Choo actually recommends that everyone just start digging. Rico says that is stupid because it would take years to actually get there. Faye asks if we can use Shavat's cannon to hit it. Maria says, no, we already tried that. <laughs> like, while you're on Shavat, Maria, she's like, hey, 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 come on. <laughs> just hit that right so there. So Saiten says we need something more powerful than Shavat's cannon. Bart suggests... <laughs> Hell yeah, my cannon, boys! We just happen to have a world-ending <laughs> laser at Fort Jasper. Trademark. Saiten <laughs> says no, because Fort Jasper does not aim at the ground. Billy, however, points out that Babel Tower mysteriously overlooks Ethos headquarters, and Faye points out there was a control room that adjusted a reflecting lens. Saiten <laughs> realizes that Faye is coming very dangerously close to figuring things out on his own. <laughs> so he starts expositing. <laughs> the babble and Jasper... My roll! <laughs> no! <laughs> he starts just loudly monologuing, the Babel Tower and Jasper Ruins are from the same civilization. One far more advanced than our own. Do not those two structures seem similar to... Yes, I just pointed that out. (laughs) I believe they were both built with gears and a more powerful foe in mind. We could probably assume the mirror was built to reflect something. That's something being a beam. A beam shot from the Jasper gun. (laughs) The mirror must be hit precisely. We will need to divide into two teams. One will fire the gun, while the other will adjust the angle of the mirror to assume... I really love that you can't just set them with mathematics. Like you have to be like, all right, shoot, we're gonna turn this thing. <laughs> so Saiten volunteers to adjust the mirror in the tower. Because Faye, that one involves yeah. less combat, of course. Yeah. And Faye volunteers to go with him. Ellie says she's going to go with where Faye is going. She's uh, been awful quiet lately. Yeah. Uh Bart She reacted to something though on Shivat. Yeah, we know she that. Re- reacted to something. It. And it. The, um, our proper nouns are and being abandoned now for pronouns. And, and uh, don't and don't uh, and wise man, don't worry, I'm not him. 
Hey, hey, don't worry. Hey, it's cool. It's cool. I ain't look. That guy. I understand something of what I what I talked about, Ellie, that might have offended you personally, wise man. <laughs> or Sophia? Was it Sophia that offends you? Is it? There's a rough memory of like, no, no, it's okay. I'm not him. I'm someone else. I'm another. I'm another character. I'm another pronoun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, you really have to be have an advanced social justice degree to really get through this game because if you get if you get triggered by pronoun use, oh my god, Ben Shapiro couldn't do it. I've literally never met a conservative that just goes on and on about Xenogears. I don't know. I no. didn't know that was correlated till now. I mean, the first time he says, "Oh, don't worry, I'm not him. My pronouns are wise that, man. Wise man. My, pronoun, <laughs> my pronoun is wise my man. Oh my god, Shapiro would have been. And you'll agree with me that he's obviously male. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Um, Okay, so Saiten and uh, okay, Bart and Billy are volunteering for Team Gun, which I <laughs> hell yeah they are. Can understand? <laughs> They've got I know you're a priest man, but here yeah. I have a couple of these Bart wires on the way. So to review, Saiten's plan is to fire a laser cannon upward halfway across the planet at a mirror angled down towards Ethos HQ in order to blow up a power plant that needs to be actively manned, implying that they're not going to move it until they see the beam on the way. Yeah. <laughs> There is a. You'd think they just try to like search the area for a hidden entrance or something. No, we're just gonna fire a plant-sized Zelda-esque sliding mirror. They puzzle. said it was inaccessible. You don't yeah. need to prove that. Some they, the queen said it. For God's yeah. sakes, she ain't been queen for five hundred years because she's a dumbass. She knows it's inaccessible. You know, we've been with the main party for a while. Let's <laughs> see what's let's see what Ramdas is getting up to. He's getting dressed down by the gazelle by the gazelle ministry because. Uh, there was a defeat at Shabbat. There was an Ignis defeat. The ta- there was a retreat from the Thames. And then Elru. Useless as always. Trash. Probably couldn't save the gates if he wanted to. And, and, and any military man knows how hard it is when you have to stand before the man. Yeah. Like, this is what... This oh. what this, yep. Yep. Always bringing up the demon of Elru around me. Yep. My inability to, fe- to save Elru or whatever. Was that was years there. ago. That, that was, was a long time ago. ago. And I've got the badass gear on the cover of the game. Yeah. Ramses tells Miang to get his gear. He's going to go stop Bay. The Element Squad show up to, sh- to lend him moral support. And R- Ramses is proof that you, if you just keep your head down and pay your dues to a fascist society, <laughs> the TV will eventually remember it's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to do it. It's, all this hard work is going to pay off. He doesn't agree with the Gazelle Ministry, but they're going to respect him if he keeps mm. supporting them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, <laughs> back to the big stupid plan. The awesome plan. It's awesome plan, but stupid. It's twice as stupid because it's somehow going to work. <laughs> <laughs> Faye, Saiten, and Ellie enter Babel Tower to adjust the mirror. Saiten accomplishes this by standing on a control monitor and typing on a keyboard that is obviously upside down. Because this is a uh, like it's that part of the ship that crashed perpendicular. So he's standing on the computer monitor and ta- has, the, has the game flat out said it's the ship. Yet? No, I don't think we've seen like the Eldridge. It's on a piece of it, later in the game. You will actually see like a tail fin. Yeah, that will have its name on it, like the USS Tail uh, Eldridge. I think it was. Yeah, but right oh, now such a good name. It really is. Yeah. Um, so mundane. Like okay, this is just a passenger right. freighter. God, uh, uh, it's just like you know, like you're on the Great Lakes and like you go down to the bottom of Lake Superior and the Edmund Fitzgerald <laughs> is just there 
and there's a party trying to access its control networks to fire a beam. It's kind of <laughs> sad that you did about that StarCraft ship because the Eldritch would have been so yeah. much better. Like <laughs> There would have been so much to put in those lyrics. But anyway, um, so you don't know that it's the ship yet. Yeah, it's just like sight and might. It have so an obviously is yeah. to anyone that didn't press start. Yeah, like going that awesome um, cutscene. Actually, the, the name of the ship is in the instruction manual. Oh, okay. Yep, it's in. I'll check it out when I go home. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the Eldridge. But yeah, that's yeah, because cool. the uh, the the uh, story, the background story in the instruction manual is actually the story of that cutscene. Nice. Yeah, the um, <laughs> which is which actually makes jumping. I, I know it, it's, it makes jumping you into the game even more cool because yes. it has nothing to do with it. Has nothing because until manual. you get to at least here, you're like, okay, that's the ship, but you still got no fucking clue. Why? It's like in uh, Nier where you start out in a Resident Evil game and then you're playing Zelda. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so while while your main party is trying to get their plan together, Dominia and the Element Squad have shown up in their gears to fight both of them. They split up and they're going to both locations. Uh, Saiten insists that he's busy, so Faye and Ellie (laughs) have to go fight against the the Elements Meanwhile, Billy and Bart get ambushed by the other members of the elements, Talone and Seraphita. And they're pretty much Power Ranger gears, complete with the pterodactyl and saber-toothed tiger. Mm-hmm. Talone looks just like Billy with girl hair and robot parts. <laughs> it's like just Billy's face right. with girl hair. And she immediately demonstrates a complete knowledge of the plan and calls it incredibly stupid. <laughs> Bart and another party member head out to fight the elements while Billy can, he keeps trying to launch the doom beam. Billy gets a shot off, probably causing many villages to spontaneously invent wrathful gods. <laughs> <laughs> and somewhere out there, some poor old man is like up on a ladder cleaning out his gutter. <laughs> so his wife will stop bitching. <laughs> and then like 200 feet above his head, a crazy plasma shot goes flying. So he loses his footing and breaks his neck. Mm. But despite all odds, Billy's shot is almost on point. It's almost there. But he misses by a mile, which is still better than he has any right riot to right. it. Yeah. So now you have to fight the elements off for just a little bit longer. Then Billy gets another shot off, and this one miraculously hits the exact small mirror it needed to, and it de- deflects at a downward angle, destroys Ethos HQ, and apparently destroys the gate underneath. And... Faye, quote-unquote, says, great, somehow that worked. (laughs) And this causes the elements to retreat. (laughs) (laughs) The party regroup and try to find the last gate. Saiten says there's actually two gates left, but one is on Solaris. We need to destroy the one on Earth in order to have any chance of slipping in to Solaris to take that one down. Um However, we don't know where the last gate is. However, since we have taken down two, we can use triangulation. Ah, makes sense. Yeah, there's makes only, perfect sense. There's only two places it could conceivably be. One is north in the icy polar region. The other is south in the middle of an ocean. Saiten reveals that he and Sigurd used to be smugglers, but they were unable to make sense of the land around them while they were passing through the gate's dimensional effect leaving and entering Solaris. Faye, however, insists that this is some bullshit because surely you'd at least recognize the presence of an ocean. Right. (laughs) 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 And Ellie says, you know, I used to to work for Solaris as well, and I do, in fact, remember these trips. 
and it's always shrouded by water. <laughs> so Faye's like, doy. Yeah, so Faye's just looking at us like, what the hell, man? Was that so hard? <laughs> We're going south. <laughs> There's just one problem. The Yggdrasil might be a submarine, but that gate's really far down. We need special pressure. equipment. Yep. Okay, we got a guy. <laughs> Welcome back to the Thames. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, the Gazelle Ministry is very angry that their walls are being torn down and minorities are moving in. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, speaking of minorities, uh, the land dweller Krellian, who was a good, he's one of the good ones. Though. One of the good ones, absolutely. He's one of the good ones. Uh, he says he doesn't care about the walls coming down. We've still got the emperor to keep people pacified. The Gazelle are like, how long can the emperor possibly live? He's lived since the genesis of mankind. <laughs> Uh, Krellian says if he applies another treatment, he can last a little longer. If not, we can use a clone. Apparently, this isn't a huge deal for them. <laughs> They're speaking about it so passively. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, besides, even if the gate fails, it won't be like the disaster, quote-unquote, from before. Besides, I think, quote-unquote, mother exists among the lambs. Krellian says the sign of the mother, her persona, only appears after she reaches a certain age. There is also a high probability that she has transmigrated into the antitype. The gazelle are like, "What? The antitype? That woman from Mas- that woman from Nissan." Krellian folds his arms. Here, I would like to use that nanotechnology product, Emeralda. What that thing you got from the ocean? Why? And he's like, uh, uh, "To be sure, I want to know if the mother said." As the mother says, that nanomachine colony, that artificial organism was created between the contact and the antitype 4,000 years ago. Ah, the gazelle, and then the gazelle go back to their weird, the mother's memory. (laughs) (laughs) Krellian's like, yes, that is it. We can probably attain some kind of reaction. But even if we obtain no reaction, and if Emeralda is destroyed, I've already gathered all the data I need. The loss of it will be of no consequence. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of proper nouns that's a lot of proper nouns I don't the, okay we got a mother antitype an antitype from uh, Nissan uh, what was the other the thing in the antitype the contact uh, the contact the contact and apparently the contact and the antitype got together and made Emeralda that uh yeah. and that's the sign of the and mother that's the sign of the mother uh there is a mother with the antitype manifesting at a certain age something to do with some woman from Nissan and something from the age of the Zebuim civilization. Okay. Meanwhile, the party meets the captain and gives him the coordinates. He and his dolphin navigator, Hans, explain, yeah, we know know what we're talking about. This is a well-known cave where treasure is rumored, but it's a death trap. I've got some special gear equipment you can use, but it's going to be rough, man. Faye thanks the captain for all his help, and captain says, don't mention it. Faye retorts, men in the sea, right? Captain says, blimey, I think he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're diving. Yep. Oh, a, lot, a lot of notes. <laughs> After diving to the fathoms below, <laughs> below, <laughs> where Triton is king and the merpeople sing in the <laughs> mysterious fathoms below. <laughs> you fight sea monsters and you reach the third gate, which is, of course, guarded by Emerelda, that one girl that Bishop Stone gave to Krellian after stealing her from the Zebuim lab in that cutscene. Also present is a guy who calls himself Rattan, (laughs) a follower of Krellian, 
He's very polite. He says, I'd like to show you my face, but as a result of the human-machine fusion, I no longer have one. So he's another one of those human-machine fusions, but he's a follower of Krellian and not Ramses. That's an important distinction. And he he Hmm. says, our current task is totally about the uh, inspection of the evidence. It'll ruin everything if someone as dead to the world as he appeared here. Okay, another pronoun. <laughs> a person who's calm and cool like myself would be perfect for the job. But don't worry, I'll just be inspecting here. Emerelda will take care of you. And apparently they found a gear for Emerelda as well. So, oh, that's nice. Okay, that's nice. Is, she a, is she grown yet? Uh, no, she okay. is still a little yeah. girl. Okay. Um, and because this is a gear battle, Rutan is just watching. He's just like a little robot dude. Yeah. After defeating Emerelda, she recognized Fe, re, recognizes Faye as Kim. Rattan says, "Ha! Huh, you should view that as a release of memory, maybe a recording. It turned out just as Krellian said, it's a manifestation of the imprinting. At any rate, it is proven. With that, excuse me, I must report the results. Oh yes, go ahead and take Emerelda. You can use her any way you like. After all, she is your daughter. <laughs> The gate explodes, the party escapes with Emerelda, and back at base, Emerelda keeps calling Faye Kim. She's repeatedly and insistently calling him Kim. And uh, Saiten says, perhaps she's saying you resemble Kim. Emerelda says, no, he (laughs) is Kim. Faye is Kim. (laughs) So that becomes the compromise. To Emerelda, his full name is Faye is Kim. (laughs) As long as Kim is in the name, she's okay with it. So Saiten says, Kim, obvious, like, Faye, you obviously represent a father figure to her. And Emerelda says, Kim, you were a lot older before in the really old times. You made me a birthday cake, but then everyone was gone. And I'm demanding that you stay. And Emerelda calls Ellie an old lady. <laughs> Which, Ellie threatens to take her back to the ocean floor, but Faye agrees to keep Emerelda around. And she starts jumping up and down. Little Sprite just jumping yeah. up and down excitedly. And Saiten is worried that Krellian learned all he needed from Emerald of the nanomachine colony. Mm-hmm. Shavat calls them up and tells them that Solaris has been spotted due to its weakening gate. At first, it looks like a tower, but then you see a cutscene and it folds out into a giant space station called Etranak. Saiten says that Maria and Sebzin could theoretically neutralize the remaining gate shield long enough for the party to slip in. Ellie can guide them because she's done this before. However, Faye is worried about taking Ellie back, you know, to Kansas after she's just gotten woke. Right, This is going to be an awkward Thanksgiving. Yep, Like She's she's made black friends. This is going to be rough. Yep, yep, Uh, absolutely. uh, Meanwhile, the rest of the party is also going to sneak in. Saiten meets with his wife, Yui, who tells him to be careful and gives him his old sword to use. Jesse is also going back to Solaris, and tells Saiten that if it looks like he's about to betray them, he will shoot him. wonder why he feels the need to tell Saiten this. Yeah, uh, I sure as hell hope that this big bucket of shit does not impact this perilously oscillating fan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, we're about to attack Solaris. We're not going to get into that in this podcast. Right. That's a big can of worms. Yes. Um, but let's just recap. Uh, there's something called a contact and an antitype. Mm-hmm. Antitype and mother may be the same thing. Um, 
they created the sign of the mother. They created the sign of the mother. Which is pretty much, we were told, Emerelda. Emerelda. 4,000 years ago. 4,000. And this 4,000-year-old little girl recognizes Faye as someone named Kim, who was much older in the very old times. Yes. And uh, Ellie was recognized as an old lady. Yes. And it was... uh, What else was implied? Very. There was a birthday cake, and then everyone was gone. Everyone was gone after the birthday cake. And then Emerelda was left alone at the bottom of the ocean. For 4,000 years. And now that she's seen Faye again, our Faye, she insists that he is Kim and that he never leave again. Yes. Attachment issues. Yes. And uh, Krellian is starting to take a bigger role in the story. And he has people loyal to him, not... Not to anyone else, not to to Ramses, not to anyone in the Gazelle Ministry. Krellian is a former lamb. Yes. Who uh, had... He he studied under one of the wise men. I can't remember which. And he obviously knows how to keep the emperor alive. Perhaps who who is keeping the emperor alive? Yes. A lot Um, of treatments. On his golden throne. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And... Um, uh, which is good because the emperor dies, the ruinous powers come in, and we've got a whole new yeah, game. Yeah, at that yeah. Point. Uh, I, l- uh, let's hope there's not some like um, something like that, like another Diablos invasion. That yeah, would, that, would, that would suck. Oh, that would suck if there was that another Diablos invasion. But uh, that is where we've come to so far. We are very close to Solaris, very close to Disc Two, in which the game takes a whole new dynamic. But a lot of cool things are about to happen. And uh, we know that this is a long series. We hope you've enjoyed yeah. it. Um, Xenogears was. Ah. This is our anniversary podcast. Nice. Um, the uh, so there's still time to get into us before we're cool. There's yeah. still time. <laughs> the uh, we'll give you as much time as we can. We'll g- <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, if you're really excited to see what happens in Solaris, I recommend you just play the game too. <laughs> but but listen to us first because we're obviously telling it a lot better than. Yeah, yeah, the obviously. Could. And, and pretty soon it's going to be us doing the exact same thing the game's going to be doing. Right. So it, it's going to be kind of a, a double speak. So, uh, so like, subscribe, transcribe to Clay Tablets. And oh, that's going to sound funny. Have and, fun. Uh, be gay. Do crimes. Um, and kill coal. Kill, kill coal. Kill the coal industry. Support capitalism. Kill coal. Support. <laughs> <laughs>